Welcome to the Revolutionary Love and Resilience Podcast Season 2. I'm Myra Holtzman. And I'm Shelby Lee. We are both trained psychotherapists who wear a few different hats working in the field of healing. Together, we focus on somatic-based and other leading-edge approaches to healing trauma. We're here igniting a revolution around embodiment, life after trauma, and nurturing resilience. We know that collaborating as colleagues and peers makes us stronger, wiser, and meaningfully connected. If you're a coach, therapist, care provider, or someone impacted by trauma, this podcast is for you. We believe in the body as an ally in the healing process and support the magic of helping nervous systems come back into balance. Join us as we offer an empowering and relationship-focused perspective to healing. This is a place where fierce and tender folks can come to get support and encouragement. We want you to know that we are right here with you on the path. Hello, hello. It's Shelby here with you solo today. Myra is tending to some things in her life. So sometimes you get to be with just me, sometimes just her, and sometimes the both of us. It is so important to us to keep our podcast coming out consistently for you so that we can be practicing what we preach, being consistent, being dependable. And we can't always do it perfectly, but we certainly do our best to try. We love knowing that you're listening and we are so grateful to you being here with us. It's been so fun to hear people's interpretations and experiences of what happens when they're listening. We love that. So please shoot us an email or let us know sometime. The email's at the very end of the show. I'm here today with Luna, my puppy. Well, she's one. (laughs) I think she might always be a puppy. She's such a great support. I love it. Best COVID choice ever. Anyways, I wanted to talk a little bit today about this craze about mindset because there's so many different ways we could think about it. And I work with a lot of coaches and therapists and care providers who run their own businesses, who are entrepreneurs, who are growing their brands, building their client base. And a lot of folks are signing up for business trainings and all sorts of things like that. There are so many out there. (laughs) I get overwhelmed anytime I even think about um, joining something. There's just so many choices. I don't know how people are doing it. But one thing I see marketed over and over and over again is mindset. And I just want to talk about my personal opinion and experience of doing mindset work when we are growing, when we're healing, when we're learning. The first thing I'll say is I find it incredibly helpful in a lot of ways. My original training over 15 years ago now, oh my gosh, (laughs) Um, I think it's somewhere right around there, was an incredible training, uh, coaching certification in neuro-linguistic programming with my teacher, Bev Martin, who I know I talk about all the time. (laughs) She is amazing. And that, you know, NLP really is about mindset. But what I got the absolute privilege of learning right away with Bev and the way she taught me NLP and how to coach is that 
we can't just change our minds because they're connected to our bodies, right? And so if we don't include the support and healing of our bodies as we're changing our minds and vice versa, not a lot can happen. And so the more we can work with the mind and body in our mindset work, we can experience more sustainable change. So let me give you an example. I have worked with coaches who uh, who work with me personally. So I carry quite a bit of trauma, as you know, and I'm also a pretty stubborn Taurus. I mean, I like to say determined, really, uh, but I can be a little stuck in my ways. I have been quite a slow grower, slow healer. I've learned to actually love that. Um, but I have this idea that when doing mindset work, everything should change quickly, right? That's how the marketing <laughs> looks anyways. And so we'll do a lot of this mindset stuff, the journaling, the affirmations, the questioning our beliefs, finding new beliefs. For me, what can happen is I'll start really going hard on those things. And then what happens in my body, if I wasn't aware of it, it would be a real problem. But it almost feels like a dam, like everything is alive in my head. I'll do the affirmations. I'll do the journaling. And then something stops around my neck and I feel a lot of tension and it almost feels like a bracing or a shoving down, shutting down experience because my mind is going really fast and has the capacity to process so much and learn a lot and intellectualize a lot. My body actually needs time to catch up and If I don't really allow myself time to hear what the messages of my body are speaking, oh my goodness, it can be quite a tangle of wires. And I end up sabotaging whatever mindset work I'm doing because my body speaks louder personally. This is my experience, my opinion. So if I'm not coupling mindset work with making space to feel my feelings, to notice the tensions that arise, to meet that with compassion. Say I have a mindset uh, affirmation that success comes to me easily. And then I don't notice there's a pretty strong experience around my neck. It almost feels like being strangled. I don't make, if I don't make space for that, not much can happen. It's, it's mostly just a paper jam and there's some, there's a load on my system that I'm now managing on top of what I was already managing. So then mindset actually becomes an extra stressor. But when I can go, oh my goodness, I feel the suffocation all of a sudden. Okay. I'm going to slow down. Often I have to do it with the support of a friend or uh, my therapist or coach. Oh, I feel suffocated. And then I make space for the emotions and all the stories and actually the younger parts of me that had so much pressure on it, that had these ideas about what success meant and how I had to perform. If I don't make space for that, which is speaking from my body, the mindset work doesn't work. (laughs) Again, it adds an extra load. It becomes more stressful and it slows my process down. When we can bring this incredible body support, body awareness, regulation, 
teaching our bodies and our minds that we're safe as we start creating these new beliefs if we can slow down and not to not try to do too much too fast with too many mindset shifts at once we have such an incredible opportunity to support our mind heart body spirit soul to make those shifts together in connection in collaboration but when we try to bypass the body by just working with the mind I see people having these big transformational experiences. I've had them myself, but they're not, they don't tend to be sustainable because there are parts of us that don't feel safe enough to do that operating system update. They're still kind of stuck in the past and really not only stuck in the past, but doing everything they know how to do to keep us safe. So sometimes that mindset work can seem like a threat. And so it can kick up stuff that hasn't been integrated, hasn't been healed, that needs to be healed on a body level. This is why I'm a trained somatic psychotherapist, because I know that we store our past experiences in our bodies and we can do so much with our minds. We are brilliant. But when we can work together to let bottom up, let our body process and then our mind follow, And then sometimes there is space to work top down. Top down is like cognitive behavioral therapy. A lot of NLP these days is top down uh, so much. (laughs) It's cortical. But when we work in a somatic experiencing, sensory motor psychotherapy, somatic resilience and regulation, all sorts of body-mind modalities, we give our bodies time to speak, time to calibrate, time to catch up because they move a little slower than our minds for a really good reason. Our minds are just conditioned to go quickly, uh, to not let us feel a lot of the things that we might not want to feel. So getting support to feel our feelings, feel safe enough to have these mindset experiences is great. Both together is optimal, optimal success. Top down, bottom up, I like it. (laughs) So there's nothing wrong with mindset work. It's just that, especially with folks with trauma, who is a lot of us, especially with folks with complex and developmental trauma, who's less of us, but harder to work in those cortical ways, those top-down ways, we need that slower body support where we can take time to make sure we actually have all parts of us online that feel safe enough to create those new affirmations, to have those new updated belief systems. It takes a little time and it's totally possible and 100% worth it. Wow, I have felt the shifts in my own life being able to work with both together. I hope that gives you maybe a little insight, information. I'd love to hear what your experiences are around this. And uh, yeah, take it, take what works for you, leave the rest. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for being a part of the show and being part of this love revolution. If you're feeling nourished and supported by this podcast, please share it with your people, subscribe so you're notified of all of our episodes, and leave a five-star review so we can get the word out. If you're a therapist, coach, or on your own healing journey and have themes you'd love to have us explore, 
send us an email at revolutionaryloveandresilience at gmail.com. You can find both of our offerings, everything from online courses to one-on-one sessions by following our links in the show notes or searching our names online.